It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. And uh, once again, uh, just let folks know, uh, Weatherford Fire Chief Mike Carlin out uh, helping, assisting an accident uh, call right now. So he's not going to be joining us today, but we're very pleased to have Weatherford Police Chief Angelo Orofici on the show. Good morning, Chief. Good morning, everyone. Appreciate you coming up. Let's see if we got the right. Yeah, I'll just throw that mic right there. Yeah. So so first of all, uh, welcome in. Since the last time we talked, man, I tell you, the new police station looks like it's about ready to go. It, it, it's about 90 percent completed already. Looks so really good. So what are we waiting on at this point? A generator. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's what's going to be holding us up. Because, obviously, that's for backup power, but the fact that you have the 9-11 center and, and all that, you really don't want to go ahead and make the move without the generator, is that? Right, just because the computers we have, the national computers, um, OLEDs, NCIC, plus we have the jail, so we're going to want to make sure we have a backup power before we can actually occupy the building. Yeah, So, but once again, there's no like real timeline on, on this. You're at the mercy of the manufacturer. I be- <laughs> yes, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> so is this just one generator that's going to run everything, or are there several little ones? How does that work? This is just a bigger generator because the how size the big um, the building is. So they had to order just a just a bigger generator. Plus, um, originally it called for a gas generator for the backup, but then it had to turn into a diesel generator mm. um, just because if gas goes down also. We still got to be able to, you know, operate. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, though, it's going to be worth it in the end. I I was thinking back to one of my earlier memories of working out here at the radio station 20 something. Maybe it was 22 years ago. We had this horrible ice storm and we lost all power at the radio station and all three of our transmitter sites. My dad, who is a retired electrician, he and I had to drive to Amarillo to find a little generator. That was the nearest we could find a generator to hook up our AM station because we didn't have enough power in a generator to run like an FM transmitter at the time. So we did that just to get on the air. So immediately after that, we're like, we're getting generators for all of our sites, <laughs> studios and, and transmitters. And it's been the best investment we ever made i've got one um getting put into my house now nice yeah Yeah, those generex and stuff are 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 cool like that ck energy if you want to put one in my place for free we'll uh (laughs) let you give you a little little plug here well let's let's talk what else is uh going on the school resource officer with weatherford public schools that has been a great great uh positive for the schools over the last several years and you guys are expanding on that right Yes, we were just approved by the school board to get another position, and it goes in front of our city commission here, I believe it's next month. So how does that work exactly? Do you guys share the cost in that? Is there grant money available? How does that? So we've got MOUs. They've actually got a grant for this position, which they'll pay 100% of this salary. Wow. Now, um, Sergeant Bashong's position, they pay just a portion of that, and so we're going to split the equipment initially. And then we'll keep up the training and the equipment after the initial 
you know, volley of the equipment. Now, do you have like uh, people on staff that might transfer that or do you actually look at hiring outside for this? So per the FOP contract collective bargaining, um, it will be opened up to other officers to see if they want to transfer over. And if that's the case, then we'll hire somebody from outside to backfill the position. Okay. Well, how are we overall staffing levels for the department right now? So we're currently one communications officer down and we're fully staffed on the police side and animal control well well that's good news so because i know you're you're competing with all these other industries and stuff at times it's it's hard to find people is oh oh it is it it definitely is yes but weatherford's uh, you know very competitive i think salary wise from what i understand and so that helps a lot and uh, obviously people i think hear good things about the department here right I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Mustafa may have other, you know, I don't know. He's kind of public enemy number one sometimes, right? That's what they tell me. (laughs) uh, So how how's the family adjusting? They're they're doing really good. My my daughter seems to be taking everything in stride for the most part. You know, she's 16 years old, so she's left some friends and yeah, took dad's car and took dad's car. That's correct. So she just turned 16, so yeah, she's got her license, and I haven't seen my car in about a month now. Now, that's, that's though, very interesting to me, uh, because I think we think back to our youth, and when we turned 16, that was our freedom and independence. But there are a lot of kids that choose not to get their license at 16, and they wait, and that blows me away. It's, I don't know where that came from. I don't, you know, I went to Lone Wolf High School. So we all looked towards the getting our driver's license so we could cruise up and down Main Street, which there was nothing going on in Lone Wolf. So yeah. it's just, you know, it's a rite of passage back then. Now yeah. kids don't care. They can Uber. <laughs> they can take their dad's credit card and Uber yeah. everywhere. You know, my, my, my two youngest, they grew up in Fort Worth. They have a transit system where you can just about get to anywhere you want to in Dallas and Fort Worth. Yeah. My son took that route until he was a sophomore in college at UT in Austin. Never even bothered about driving at all. Daughter had to have a first car at 16. Yeah. And and granted, it was an interesting thing because you get your own private parking space at the schoolhouse at the high school level. and. It was a big deal to see who was driving what kind of car. She had a Mitsubishi, the little, it was about a 1995, the little sports car, the Eclipse. Oh, okay. Pretty, pretty. Yeah, that my, is son, inter- my son could care less. Just, just get him anywhere he needed to go on the bus with some of his friends. All right, that's my take on this one this morning. Todd is looking at me. Okay, no, no, me. I'm just, I'm, more, I'm, 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 I'm interested in so this because Chief, it is. Tell me how old are your children and, and uh, what is their school adjustment life like? So I just have one, my daughter's the only one left okay. at the house and she's 16. So I take it someone else has left the house? Yeah, all the rest of them are gone. But, <laughs> yeah. And where are they? So um, one's a teacher up in Lomega. Right. Um, I've got two out in Vegas living their dream nice and i have a daughter at um oklahoma state getting her master's degree in psychology 
And uh, she might need that a little more after last week's uh, football game. Uh, can she analyze the team, what they're going through? I'm sure she can try. If the money's right. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah, we could spend a whole show about uh, what is up with OSU football. I'm glad I'm a Sooner fan, but I feel their pain because I know what it was like last last year. We're talking with uh, Chief Orofici from the Weatherford Police Department. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with more. It is the Right time for Western Oklahoma. Todd and Mustafa filling in for Harold. The will of a farmer is like no other. Forged by the strength of generations past. Propelled by the hope of what lies ahead. Unpredictability cannot shake its resolve. It wears a coat of courage and commitment. Boots made of love for the land. At BASF, we support you with tools for tomorrow. New chemistries, seed traits, and technologies. Because we know the world's future will be fed by the will of a farmer. BASF, helping you do the biggest job on earth. Every year, you pick your replacement heifers. Some become profitable cows, and others just disappoint. How can you make more reliable selections? Genetic testing. Commercial cow-calf producers like you are using Inherent Select from Zoetis, an innovative multi-breed genomic test and weekly genetic evaluation. Once again, if you want to make more reliable selections, choose Inherent Select from Zoetis. The food was awful. The staff was rude. I left three messages and they never called back. It takes one bad review like this to completely derail your business. Don't let these people write your story for you. Be in control of what is being said about you and write your own story. Think of it like buying insurance for your business. Protection against bad word of mouth. Radio advertising is the avenue you need to create a consistent, positive message. Let's brand your business together. Give me, Courtney Grable, a call at Write Broadcasting and let's work together to write your future. Is your home or office overrun with crickets? Crickets can eat through clothing, insulation, carpet, and your furniture, not to mention keep you up at night. Call C4 Spraying today to schedule your appointment and get rid of those crickets for good. C4 Spraying specializes in exterminating crickets, termites, bed bugs, mice, roaches, spiders, and scovers, moles, and more. Call Brady or Derek at C4 Spraying today. Find them on Facebook or visit C4SprayingLLC.com to schedule your consultation today. Briley Baca is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Just imagine what your life would be like if you had to navigate your finances alone without any help from a spouse. It can sound daunting, and a lot of times it is if you don't have the proper safety nets in place. This is Briley Baca with Advanced Financial Strategies in Clinton. More often than not, the woman in the relationship is the person who ends up managing the family finances in the later years of life. We have all heard the statistic that women live longer than men. But did you know that almost 65% of the people over the age of 85 are women? Being a widow, divorcee, or single parent is hard. But going through these life-changing events without a plan for your finances will make these times even harder. Give me a call, Briley Baca, the only independent certified financial planner professional located here in western Oklahoma, and we will work together to make sure to provide safety and security for your family. 323-6800 or visit our website, retirewithbacca.com. 
All right, welcome back to the right time for Western Oklahoma. Our buddy Craig just uh, texted in. There is an accident on I-40, and it's in the eastbound lane just east of exit 62, so they're diverting traffic off that exit. Uh, right now it's completely blocked off on the eastbound side of I-40, so that's over by exit 62 in the Clinton area. So just to let everybody know, uh, eastbound uh, blocked off completely due to an accident. So, and I, I don't don't know if that's uh, rain uh, incurred or induced or or what. Doesn't look like there's much rain over in that area right now, but we will see. Joining us on the program, Mustafa, is Police Chief Angelo Orfici from the Weatherford Police Department. Uh, we were talking about school resource officers uh, a couple of minutes ago, and uh, that made me think of an incident that occurred at uh, Weatherford Schools earlier this week. We had a lockdown. It was a real quick uh, lockdown because I they had heard some gunshots. I guess there was some cleat training going on. But now, who who makes that call on a school lockdown? Do they have to consult with you guys, or how does that work? No, not at all. Um, any teacher pretty much can call for a lockdown if they sense any danger <coughs> in the area, um, and it's it it's it's triggered by what they what they see and what they do. And they have apps on their phones that they can notify us immediately, and wow. it comes to the police department, and then it spreads out throughout the all the officers. Um, even the highway patrol gets that text message. And so everybody's coming at that point, and a lockdown can just simply happen. And, and it, it was really quick. I mean, determined what it was. In fact, I remember my son came home and barely mentioned it. And he said, oh, yeah, we had a drill today, and, and that was cool. He thought it was just a drill, so they weren't they weren't freaking any of the kids out. So Right, yeah. It, it Man, it was less than five minutes probably, the <coughs> lockdown was, once we determined where the gunshots came from. Gosh. So has your staff changed much, management staff-wise? Any new duties, or do we get reassignments, retrained? What's your philosophy in management, I guess, and has it taken hold? I see your presence out in the neighborhood, and I think that's good. So here we go. What's your style? I want the officers to be seen a lot. Um, They need to be out there, you know, just – getting out in the public more i'm really community related kind of things um trying to have officers go out and and, you know meet the public a little more um my style so to speak my training you know it's education it's training that's what i want officers to have because that brings them more experience to be able to handle different calls for service out there do you get much help with the mental, uh, and this is probably a, a question for my legislators that we have in here from time to time, but we seem to be quite concerned about the mental situations that we have with people we encounter. And and so how, what's your uh, thoughts about that? So I, I think I have at least two to four guys right now going to the crisis intervention team training. It's like a one-week or two-week course, hmm. um, and that teaches them actually how to de-escalate and, you know, handle the mental health calls that we have. And there's, it, it seems like we have quite a few out here. There's, uh, and I'm bringing it up not <clears throat> for any controversy, but has the cannabis laws changed the the type of mental situations you find your 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 officers having to confront? You know, I, I can, t- I really don't know that. You know, I know that there's a there's an uptick in the use of marijuana, but whether or not that has an effect on our daily, you know, grind out there on the streets, you know, I can't really, I can't really speak to that. 
But back to the mental health side of things, people just seem to be a little crazier. <laughs> now, shorter fuses, and I think some of that is social media-driven, media-driven in general. I mean, it seems like uh, for some folks, and not everybody, but there's a lack of respect for authority now. And I'm, I'm sure you guys see it. I don't know where that comes from. Well, the Internet. Yeah. Just things are a lot different these days than you know from when we grew up. So it's yeah. just it's the inter- it's the internet. I mean, things get out there and and they start seeing you know on a TikTok or on an Instagram how people are trying to treat the police and what yeah. the police are doing, and they're just trying to taunt the police. Um, it's just another thing we have to train on. That way we can give officers the experience and handle those situations. And teach your kids to respect <laughs> law enforcement. I mean, they're here for us to help us. It shouldn't be this antagonistic uh, thing. That's why I love the school resource well, and, officer. And that's because, the thing. The yeah. parents need to learn to teach their kids to respect exactly. the teachers. Yeah. That's the big thing. Um, because they, they are our front line. The teachers are. And, yeah. and their job their job is really hard. Yeah. I know back... Uh, if if the officers in the community, it seems like that their presence is welcomed all the way from the children, their curiosity, all the things that lead to well, being welcomed in your community changes. It's one thing to be invited into the community, but to be welcomed into the community. And after the officers are present in that community, in the neighborhoods, it's it's part of the norm. And I don't know whether that's a positive. I kind of feel like it is. Some people think it's an intrusion an invasion upon their privacy to have so many officers in their neighborhoods but well you know back in the day they had foot patrols yeah and you know officers were in sectors and they were in specific neighborhoods but now there's a disconnect because officers in their cars yeah officers have windows they roll the windows up they turn the air <laughs> oh, conditioner yeah. Black on windows you know, yeah tenant windows. So, which by the way we're not really tinting those windows dark anymore we no. kind of moved away from that so okay. i want my officers to be able to be seen and yeah you know is it is it okay because a lot of times when i pass an officer i i have my hands on the steering wheel you throw your little hands up you know like you would at any truck in the country but at any rate is it okay to wave at the officers or just kind of note their presence oh, yeah yeah I, hey it's western oklahoma everybody waves at everybody yeah. i catch myself doing it now oh yeah and i'm like what that car just didn't wave to me <laughs> but i didn't pull them over i just uh, waved to the next one and well, it waves well i would like to ask uh, uh special patrols especially on sunday morning for lyle road because my church is over there and uh, i am following the rules going one way and every sunday morning and and i found myself yelling at somebody on the way to church one and then i realized that wasn't very christian of me especially when i stuck my head out the window and yelled but uh, the people that can't read the one-way signs out there, that's wacky right now. Yeah, it's it, the elderly seem to, you know, fight that because they're used to doing things. Um, so we have watched out for that. Hopefully, that's not going to last much longer. But, you know, I've been waiting for a generator, too. So yeah, exactly. It, it, it might take a little longer than normal. Well, Southwestern Homecoming is is coming up in a few weeks, so an influx of people in town. So I guess everybody is planning to be on duty that weekend, right? Yes, definitely. Um, Us, along with the fire department, you know, I was talking to Chief Carlin, and they use, you know, the homecoming as like an emergency operation. 
And so, you know, they we bring out an emergency operation trailer so we can have a standard communications for everybody okay. and we'll have a dispatcher manning it. Nice. And so pretty much it'll be all hands on deck. I mean this is every year it's a recurring thing, but we're just trying to hone in on our skills. Yeah. And this training. is just this is just a big big training scenario yeah. for us. And then, of course, uh, in about a month, we'll have Halloween, and that means uh, all the little ones uh, being out in the in the street. People have really got to be aware of that, don't they? Definitely. The big thing is, is you know, watch your speed, because you know, you're at night. You know, your your vision goes down, and so there are small kids out there just running all over the place. So they definitely have to watch their speed. And uh, and if I can make a public service announcement. Sure. To the lazy parents, especially in the giant SUVs, park your car and walk your kids through the neighborhood. The ones that think they want to drive from house to house <laughs> With drives <laughs> me crazy. Okay. It's, it's That's like, another wacky moment for Todd. Well, no, it's it's true. <laughs> it's dangerous, too, because of all the kiddos yeah. darting across the That's street. Right. There you go. Quite concerned, we all are. Thank you, Todd. <laughs> well, anything else you'd like to add? Oh, so I you? need to give a shout-out to yeah. the fire department. They did win the blood drive. No. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't pretty. What do you it, mean it by that, Now I have So the boots and badges, old-school guns and horses right, blood right, drive. Right, right. Um, we had just a, a competition. I have to buy Chief Carlin a meal. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. way to Ma- go, Chief. Mahogany Prime or something Probably like not that, that <laughs> extravagant. How about Whataburger? Yeah, exactly. There'll be a bun and some meat in there somewhere, so uh, maybe I'll take him to the fair. Uh, there you go. But, yeah, they won. Hands down, they they annihilated us. Wow. So um, shout out to the to the fire department for coming together. Well, well, shout well, out to well. all of you for giving blood. I mean, yeah. you, you never realize. My, my wife just had to have a transfusion wow. uh, a couple okay. of weeks ago in the hospital, so it's greatly appreciated that yeah. people I, I, remember I, to give blood. I had large bills on me, and you can't avoid these guys. They're on every block, it seems like. So <laughs> I said, man, I had to stop and go around, yeah. and I did. I detoured to the north and went down, but I did get some change. And on the way back through, I probably could uh, donated my dollar no whatever it was what i'm saying is is that your presence couldn't be avoided i'm like wow and these guys are out of collecting that money and you let the firemen do it a little bit better than the officers right well we were talking about the blood drive is oh, what he was talking about i thought we were this. talking about the boots in connection there oh I got no lost. I yeah. totally lost that was the muscular dystrophy thing that was a little bit uh, yeah that was, or that was labor day kind that of was, thing wow. yeah okay so. folks I got That's lost right. like this yesterday. You're on head. I'm are there, head. are there uh, hearing aids in those headphones? I forgot my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the problem is. Chief Orbici, thanks so much for putting up with us. I know it's pandemonium when we're on the radio, but thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. I appreciate it. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.